Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the Max NXT Review. Hello and welcome to the Wrestling to the Max NXT TakeOver Chicago Review. My name is Brandon Biscobing. I will be your host for tonight. And joining me tonight is Liz Puglisi. How's it going, Liz? Pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, not too shabby. Uh, so before we get into the show, I, I, I told you that I was going to do this before. Uh, for, oh, those, for, for, for those of you who have not listened to uh, either this or the Raw review or the SmackDown review or Kickoff or whatnot, uh, some of you may not know, but some of you may, that I used to call basketball games Witsy and Hall. And do you know what another school in the Big East is? Do you know your college basketball is? No. No. Okay. Well, another. I mean, if you say that, if you say the names, I'll know them. But like, okay. I can't tell you. Who yeah. they are. Well, another school that plays in the Big East is DePaul, which their oh. home court is Allstate Arena. Mm-hmm. And back in 2013, the first game of the Big East season, I was do- I was on the call for Cian Hall versus DePaul at Allstate Arena. Mm-hmm. And let, let me preface this by saying the the reason why I'm going into this rant is because I I call the I every time WWE ever goes to All State Arena I always cringe and call it the hellhole, and this is why. As we're about to get on the plane, my sports director calls and says, "Hey, different setup. Normally we would hook up through a phone line and connect through a phone line to the back to the studio." to connect us and to put us on the air. But he says we're going to do we're going to go through an ethernet cable. And I'm like, "Okay, fine. You know, just guide me through it. I'll figure it out." I connect it, you know, we get up to the box, connect it. Everything looks fine. We're ready to go on for pregame. The studio sends it to us. We hit go and it crashes on us. And we're like, oh, oh and we're like, oh, what's going on? So we reconnect it, tell them to send it back to us. We try to go on again, crashes again. I send my co my color commentary to go try to find the one of the technicians. And during this, I just I'm like, we gotta get the game on the air. So I just call through my cell phone. And mm-hmm. after about 15, 20 minutes like halfway through the first half of them trying to figure out how to connect it, I'm just like, screw it. Let's just go through the phone. But at this point, I'm so rattled that like all of the prep work that I had for that game, including wanting to talk about how, you know, Allstate had hosted three WrestleManias and the his- the wrestling history behind the arena and everything during breaks was all gone. It was all it was all out of my mind. 
and it was yeah. one of the worst broadcasts I ever had, and it was all because they had to had to decide that we're going to use Ethernet instead of the phone line. So screw you, Allstate Arena. You you really know how to hold a grudge, Zip. Yes, yes I do. Oh, oh, Tori said the same thing before. She's like, really? Oh my god, this is terrible. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. So, yes. I, I um, get it, though. I, I, I do get it, though. I, I could hold a grudge with the best of them. <laughs> I mean, especially because it was, a fir- it was my first play-by-play game on a men's broadcast. Mm-hmm. And it was the it was the Big East opener for the season, and mm. like we want, I wanted to get a good game in, and nope. So yeah, that's my Allstate Arena story. So let's get into the show, shall we? Yes, we shall. The opening contest scheduled for one fall. One fall is the NXT Tag Team Title Match between the Undisputed Era with Adam Cole, baby. At ringside, facing off against the team of Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. And this was a wild one. Uh, Very fast-paced, lots of back and forth. Lorcan and Birch looked like uh, they may have the upper hand for a little bit. Um, But in the end, Undisputed Era wins. Adam, in spite of the fact that Adam Cole, about three quarters of the way into the match, gets uh, ejected from ringside because he pulls, uh, I believe it was uh, Kyle O'Reilly who was getting pinned, and he Cole pulled him out of the ring to avoid the pinfall. Um, the most interesting thing, I mean, this is Chicago, so it's not really all that surprising, but mm-hmm. the 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 most interesting thing about this match, to me at least, was how, you know, Undisputed Era is supposed to be the heels, and uh, Lorcan and Birch are supposed to be the faces in this match, yet the reactions were completely reversed. And loudly. Yes. I mean, there was, there was no even disguising it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who's still quite new to NXT I had to remind myself that it was that way you know who was the heel and who was who was the um who who was the face team yeah I mean mean, I I don't have any problem with the you know one of those people who think like the heels should always you know be booed or whatever Mm -hmm. um but I was surprised how very much they were on them I'm not over the top surprised because while yes, Lorkin has done some stuff in the Indies, and obviously Danny Birch has done things in England, right. they're not as big of names in the Indies as the Undisputed Era have been. So when you've got two big, two very big name indie guys. And mm-hmm. one, you know, fair, you know, fairly big indie name guy on the same team. It it would make sense, especially in a very smarky town like Chicago, that they would get more of the cheers. Right, but I don't have all that background. With yeah. Them. Oh no, you I know, understand so. that. I'm just explaining why. No, no, that, I know. Why I know you do. No, and I, 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 I appreciate you know that insight. But since it was so, you know, loud, it was. It, it, which it just added to the to the intensity of the match. Oh yeah, but I mean, to to the crowd's credit, they did start to get behind uh, Lorcan and Birch once uh, they started doing some of those crazy moves, like that. Uh, it was like a a, a somersault uh, out of the ring, like over the top rope that uh, yeah. Lorcan did onto uh, O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. And there was the great moment when all four of them were in the ring. I forget who the legal men were, but the other two came in trying to break it up, and then he ended up kicking him in the head. Mm-hmm. That oh, was yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, this this was a great match. Um, what were your thoughts on this match overall? Um, one of the best tag matches I've seen in 
weeks mm-hmm. of wrestling. Oh, you know. Well, that's I, because NXT actually cares about their tag division. Right, right. And I do. And I think if anybody actually out there, which we're still waiting for confirmation, listens <laughs> to us, that they know by now that I don't really have time to watch a lot of other stuff. Although I do try to keep, you know, up on it, you know, a little bit. So I'm sure there's tons of great tag matches out there mm-hmm. that I have not seen. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was stellar. You know, I kind of went into it thinking, all right, every time it's a takeover, all I hear is takeover was way better than the pay-per-view. And that's really not hard to believe, even not watching it, because most of the time the pay-per-views are like, you have to be kidding me. Yeah. Um, So that's not hard to believe. And then just in that one match, I was like, yeah, okay. This is why they're always saying that. Not not to mention that the takeovers, you know, are, well, with the exception of like Chicago this time with uh, Money in the Bank. They're almost always on the same weekend as one of the big fours. And for right. whatever reason, WWE loves to overhype the big four pay-per-views and then under-deliver. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't think of one of the main ones that blew me away. That, mm-hmm. have, that blew me away. Yeah, recently at least. Um, so the, the next match scheduled for one fall is, well, first let, let's, uh, let, let me rewind that real quick. Uh, we get, um, a little bit of, uh, looking into the crowd and you see Kyrie Sane in, at ringside, uh, mm. u- using her, uh, pirate, uh, lens looking around the crowd. Um, <laughs> I kind of wish that this would have led to something. We'll talk about someone else who was also in the crowd later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish that this would have led somewhere. But unfortunately it didn't. But we'll talk about that more later. Um, so, again, the following contest scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is the grudge match, or whatever you want to call it, the uh, one-upsmanship between Ricochet and the Velveteen Dream. D-R-E-A-M-C. <laughs> so this was just a slobber knocker. This went back and forth, back and forth. Both of them putting everything they had into this match. Rick Ricochet stealing Velveteen's uh, finisher at one point. <laughs> um, and yeah, this was a crazy match yeah I mean I'm not very eloquent tonight since I'm a little tired but it was you know I think everybody expected to be um, blown away or at least heavily entertained you know by the match and they didn't you know disappoint I mean just the, the moments when um you know how much, how the distance they got, you know, when they were jumping across the ring was extremely, you know, impressive. I mean, you see that now and again, um, but it was really, it was really intense. I mean, they didn't hold back at all, oh, no, which not I all. loved, you know, and they're, especially I think for, um, for Dream, because he, I don't know how tall he is, but he is pretty tall, you know, um, or he seems it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ricochet's a little short, you know. Whatever. I, have to look up he, the height. I mean, Dream Maybe isn't just, super tall, but like, I he's think super tall. Yeah. No, but I mean, but even for his height, he's very flippy. You know. Oh, yeah. He's very fluid. So the two of them, they just. It was like a. It was like some great dance. They just flowed really well together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a great match. I mean, if it if it wasn't for the main event and the story behind that and just the intensity in that match, this probably would have been the match of the night. But we'll get to that match in a little bit. Um, the next match scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is the women's championship match between Nikki Cross and Shayna Baszler. Um... <clears throat> Nothing over the top crazy in this match, 
but just a very much, you know, Baszler trying to beat down Cross and Cross just not caring because she's crazy. Um, and this ended with, uh, Cross getting, uh, getting, uh, knocked out with the, uh, Kirifuda clutch by Baszler, not willing to tap out, um, but fading and passing out instead, and the ref stopping it. Um, so, you know, this, uh... This was another pretty good match. Not quite as good as the first two, but, you know, still a solid match. And I have a feeling, um, we talked about this, um, I think, I think we talked about this on NXT, uh, this past week. But, um, I think this is, especially considering they haven't even debuted on the main roster yet, I have a feeling that Cross comes up now and join Sanity, and, mm -hmm. you know, all, all four of them debut finally on the main roster. Yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, what they what they do with them. Um, hopefully they don't tone them down. I agree with that. To, you know, too much water or down. But I don't, I don't really have much faith in... Uh, in the main roster when it comes to tag teams or factions. You already yeah. know this. No, I know, and I agree. And I, I agree. I know somebody doesn't necessarily... Um, he'll he'll come around with, soon enough when when all the other tag teams that know, keep on getting called up keep on getting buried. You know, it... Like, as you said, you know, the match it was a good match. Um... The video packages really helped me with this one because out of all the storylines for the matches, I was less familiar with this mm. one um, for for some reason. So the video packages were, as always, amazing and very helpful. Pretty much the, sim the simple fill, the, fill the, 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 the simple explanation is Baszler is you know this you know badass fighter who you know right. just intimidates everyone, and Nikki right. Cross is just crazy. Right. Yeah, that I that I knew, but you, and um, it was it was easy to pick up on. But you know, the packages helped fill in some of the backstory, so you get a little bit more out of the match. Um, you know, you know how I generally am like I don't really care about the women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. I really I really enjoyed this match. I think mm -hmm. I paid attention to this match, women's match, more than I have in any. Well, that's matches. because NXT, same as the tag team division, the NXT right. definitely it's... focuses a lot more on the women's division than the main roster yeah. does. Yeah, definitely. So now, you know, as you're saying, oh, you think Mickey's going to, you know, go up with Sanity? On one level, it's great because who doesn't want to be on the yeah. main roster? But at the them. same time, I'm I've... right there with you. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, I'm really enjoying the women's division here much more than. Mm -hmm. on the main roster because after a while everybody on the main roster becomes the same thing. Your friends, then your enemies, which is of course the core basis of any wrestling, you know, storyline. Yes. But then everything starts to become like very you know, total diva-ish, you mm -hmm. know, whatever the match oh, yeah. is, you know, you don't really get a match of that quality on, you know. I, th I think probably at the house show you probably get better matches than you actually see on, on TV. Probably, are, and that's, that, that's you know, scary. You, that, you, that's... Generally, you generally do from, you know, a lot of times. I mean, I think at least with the, you know, the women, I think at the house shows they're given more time and there's less emphasis on something. I would just hate to see, you know, Nikki or or, you know, even Shayna, you know, eventually and probably quickly lose some of that edge as mm -hmm. it becomes, you know, toned down to deal with, you know, network requirements or just, you know, whatever else. I'm sure there's like a thousand factors. I'm not just going to out and out blame Vince, you know, because there's like a billion factors, you know, possibly whoever. Oh, yeah. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. So it's, yeah, I mean, if they're going to keep them, you know, edgy, I mean, I know some things will have to change, but. You know, it was, it was it was good. It was it was the best women's match I've paid attention to in a while. Mm. So yeah, following that we get um, EC3 being shown in the crowd, um, which again, just as I, like I mentioned with Kyrie, uh, I'm surprised that they didn't use that, especially because you know they showed Kyrie right before the women's title match, 
and now they're mm-hmm. showing EC3 right before the NXT title match. I'm surprised that they didn't use this as a way to, you know, kind of put Kyrie into the title picture or EC3 into the title picture following each match. Yeah, I definitely um, expected him to interrupt or mm-hmm. at least join commentary or something. You know, one of those standard things you, yep. <laughs> you get used to. Yeah. And then, Wait, before you... Let me ask you a quick question. Who's Keith Lee? Well, I, I was about point. to bring that oh, okay. up. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, after that they showed Keith Lee, who... Uh, he was in Ring of Honor for a little bit, but uh, more recently he's been in uh, Evolve and PWG. Um, and he's now the newest member of NXT. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah, see, you wouldn't know this because this is your first takeover, but they'll show, um, like, if they get a new signing who's going into NXT, they'll do their kind of, like, showing them off, uh, with the exception of Adam Cole, but, you know, that's a different story, but... Um, most of the time, they'll have them sitting at ringside, and they'll show them and introduce you know the fans who may not know them to them. But at the same time, you know, kind of show that for the fans who do know them that hey, we got this guy now. Here you go. Oh, excuse me, I was trying to drink some water. That okay. I kind of knew that they've done that, but I actually was under the impression that he was there before, and now no. they were going to do something more with him. Okay, so that's no, where no, I was no. confused. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's just he's joining NXT now. Okay, um, cool. Let, a- Adam Cole was the one exception who, you know, wasn't in the crowd, but then he ended up interfering in, in a match, and that's how mm-hmm. he was introduced. Um, so the next contest scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is the NXT Championship match between Aleister Black and Lars Sullivan? Uh, this was this was a match that I thought could have been a little bit better, but it was still a solid match. Um, they definitely went back and forth. Um, I thought this match could have been a little bit more brutal, but there were some pretty brutal spots at the same time. Um, and at the end, uh, Alistair wins with, uh, the Black Mask to retain the NXT Championship. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this on both fronts, because, you know, mm-hmm. Lars Sullivan, it, he, like, I mean, Harry kind of brought it up last week, um, but he's kind of, you know, the mini Braun Strowman, the NXT version of Braun Strowman, and mm-hmm. just like Braun Strowman, he dominates everyone, but then can't seem to win the title. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see where they go with him moving forward on this one. Um, one thing I liked, yeah, it definitely, def- definitely, excuse me, it definitely will. I hope they don't make it. So much like that, um, but you know, we'll see. I don't think their story is necessarily over yet. Yeah, I don't think this is over. One thing I did like was that well, it took three um, black masks. Is that what it's called? What black's black, finisher? It, yeah, black's finisher. Yes. The it, well, it took three to officially you know end them. It wasn't one of those like you see on the. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, we took three of them. It wasn't that the person was, you know, did one and then the person recovered. Like it, he, it in some way, you know, stayed down. It just mm-hmm. took three of them. Yeah. To to finish it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I definitely have to agree with that. Um, you know, but it it was a solid match. It wasn't anything. Like I said, it wasn't anything super crazy, uh, but, you know, it was a, it, it was a solid match. Um, late, I, I agree with you that I don't think this is the end for this. Uh, I think that this will, uh, perhaps continue, perhaps get a, 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 a rematch 
at TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Um, I think this may become a uh, triple threat or something. I don't think it'll just be them. I think they're going to put more people into this match. Uh coming, you know, moving into TakeOver Brooklyn 4. EC3 or somebody. Yeah, I think EC3, potentially Ricochet um, after his win. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, then we get, um, before the main event, we get uh, Gargano walking in the back, um, which is just a tunnel going under a street, by the way. Uh, what? I did not know that. Oh, yes, that, that, that whole, like, you know, walking through into there, at Allstate, the, the media entrance is on the other side of the street for some reason, and you have to walk through a tunnel underneath the, the road to get up into the arena. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's always fun for me whenever they're at either... Allstate, Prudential Center, Barclays, XL Center, or uh, KFC Yum Center in Louisville because I know, like, I recognize things when they're doing the backstage segments because I've been there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and we get uh, Candace coming up and giving him a crutch and telling him to kick Champa's ass. So that was nice seeing her, you know, because... The- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Last time we saw, at least, you know, on a, you know, WWE.com exclusive video, which they finally acknowledged in the video package for this. Um, it seemed like she was done with this and she wasn't wanting to be involved. But now she is on, you know, squarely on Gargano's side, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main event scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is a Chicago street fight between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Probably not, but trying to finish it off where it all began last year. Uh, this was just an absolute brawl. Um, <laughs> the, for, first of all, before we talk further into this match, when they went out into the crowd, did you hear the fan? Call him the devil and uh and like... Yes, I was I I said to myself, I have to ask Brandon who said that. Was it an announcer or No, a fan? it was one of the fans. <laughs> it was hysterical. It was. It, it it reminds me of um a couple of weeks ago, did you see or did you hear when he came out, one of the fans was like, I hate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, devil one was like so clear, I'm like Oh yeah. Is that the announcer? No, 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 no. He was just so close to the mic, and the, yeah. and the crowd was there. You know, and the and the uh, camera was there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then they brawl out into the crowd. Um, the, the that was funny. The uh, planted sign right there that Champa tried to rip up, and then like uh, Gargana revealed that there was a stop sign in between it. Yeah, you know, and if I was actually surprised, it would, maybe I'm stupid. There was a stop sign in it when he was because when he was rip, ripping, trying to rip it, I'm sure like a lot of people like you were like giggling, like okay, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what the hell? Like, Why can't he rip up the sign? Like, oh my god, this is going to be all over the internet. They're going to mm-hmm. be making fun of him, you know. Yeah. And then when and then when um, Johnny was uh, tearing it, I'm like, oh, there was a. Uh, just like, oh, there's a lot of layers. And I'm like, oh, there was a stop <laughs> But it was like, it's so well done that for a second, and this can sound oh, yeah. stupid. Feel free to laugh at me. I'm like, did the fan put a stop sign in? And they're like, oh, wait, no, you moron. It was flipped. <laughs> it was flipped. Uh. You know, my main thought um, for this match was, I mean, we see a lot of street fights 
not a lot, but you see them on the main roster. And they're all, not horrible, but most of them are lacking. And this is, you know, as I said the other day, as somebody who grew up watching a lot of the smaller federations, because for some reason they were shown in New York City. I have no idea why. But, like, um, NWA, w- I know, right? Um, WCCW mm-hmm. and WA, some stuff out of Texas, you know, where they had, like, all these crazy, you know, matches, um, you know, barbed wire on everything mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And, and not and to mention, actually, like, pretty. N- not mm-hmm. to mention the, the, the Northeast zone ECW. Yes. Yes, all that, you know, stuff. I was like, this is a street fight. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yes. This is, well, this is what it's supposed to be like. Now, now you tell me, because you, you've watched longer than I have. Mm-hmm. I've never seen someone tear up the map before. Have you? Um... I've seen them tear up ringside, like take the the padding off of the ringside area, but never the mat. I have to Google it. I, mean, I vaguely, I mean, I've seen rings torn up, like more than just the turnbuckles and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm not talking like I'm not talking like George Animal Steel, you know, type of things. Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't think I don't, in my memory, I don't think I've ever seen them go down that far. Mm. You know, in, in yeah, tearing they, up the they they oh, went yeah, da- they went wild. down to the wood, mm-hmm. and yeah, I I've never seen that before. That that's the one thing, not just the brutality of the match itself, but like the fact that they were creative with it, the fact that yes. they were innovative with it, and brought us different things that we haven't either we haven't ever seen or we haven't seen in a long long time, mm-hmm. you know. While while we didn't get one of my favorite Extreme Rules spots, which is, you know, I mean, he kind of did it, but didn't at the same time, which is the chair in head spot. Um, Mm -hmm. We did somewhat get it with him putting it over his head and then throwing him into the turnbuckle. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but yeah, this was a great, great street fight. But uh, did you, did you have anything else to say? You know, when he was on the, I, I missed a tiny bit of it. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so I, ha- I had to go back and like watch real quick before, before we started. So, but bleeding, not bleeding, leading up to him being on the stretcher. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and for, I was like, and not in a disappointment. I was like, oh, this is how they're going to end it. I was like, this is how they're going to end it. Because I, I said to you in chat, is this the last match? Because I was like, oh, then either they're not, I didn't know how long the takeovers usually ran. So well, I looked. Not, I, I looked on the thing. This, and it normally lasts about like, you know, it normally lasts two and a half hours. Okay, yeah, because it was like fifteen minutes or so left. I'm like, okay, so it'll probably be a little bit longer, you know, whatever. So I was like, oh, they're gonna end it with him going out on the stretcher. And I wasn't normally like giving the eyes. I wasn't disappointed with it because even but it was already a freaking amazing match, mm-hmm. so it was believable. So I'm like, all right, either that's how they're gonna end it, or you know, he's gonna come, you know, come back out. I loved the twist of, you know, Gargano there pulling him back, you know, to the ring mm-hmm. and, and everything. It, it, it just, it kept you, like, kind of on the edge of your sheet. See, oh, it kept oh, you yeah. heavily, heavily involved in the match. Oh, definitely. Um, and, yeah, th- this match definitely kept you on the edge of your seats the whole entire match. Um, and... Um, well, let, let's talk about the main spot first, um, and then we'll talk about the ending. Uh, after all the chaos at ringside and everything, Gargano and Champa end up over by the uh, announced... Well, not the announced desk uh, where it is tonight, where it is normally in, like on Raw, like over by the, uh, at the side of the stage. And they go up onto this, uh, you know, one of those boxes or whatnot. And uh, it looks like Ciampa's going to throw Gargano off of it and and very um, douchely rips off uh, Gargano's wedding ring ring, uh, and throws it aside. 
but Gargano is able to reverse it and uh and power bombs or um Samoan drops uh or I'm not sure I forget exactly what the move was that he did. Uh but throws him into the uh in into the uh into a table on down below. Mm-hmm. And, that was one hell of a spot. Oh, yes, it was. And uh, I think that's leading up to something. I'll discuss this at the end of the match, but I, I think them doing such a high spot like that is kind of mm. leading into something. I'm, Or at least yeah. I'm hoping. One, one can only hope. I'm um, intrigued. Yes. Um, and so, you know, that's when they get the stretcher out and everything... And it looks like he's done, and they're wheeling him out. And Gargano says, "Not so fast. This ain't over yet." And he brings him back into the ring, beats on him some more, puts him in handcuffs, keeps on beating on him. The the uh, I don't even know what they were. I guess like security or something because they were in suits and everything. Like I that, mm-hmm. was, that confused me. I was like, "Who the hell are these?" I was. I was a little confused too because I'm like, that's a lot of agents. I'm like, yeah, I was like, where the hell? Where are all these agents coming from? Um, <laughs> but there's no ref in the ring when Gargano puts Champa in the Gargano escape twice, and he taps out both times. But mm-hmm. the ref, saw, the ref appears in time for Gargano or for Champa to hit Gargano with a DDT onto the exposed ring uh, mat. Onto the exposed wood, and one, two, three, and it is over. Champa is your official winner in this match. Um, for, first off, you you were talking about you were you were surprised, you know, when Gargano came out, uh, or when Gargano started attacking him again and brought him back into the ring after he was put on the stretcher. Um, maybe this is me just being like, uh, you know, the the writer in me and me knowing too much and everything. I was like, oh mm-hmm. god, you 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 screwed up, Gargano. You just you just wrote your own death warrant. You're you're done. You're losing this match now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of once he. I'm sorry, because like I said before, um, I was wouldn't have been disappointed if it ended with him, you know, on the stretcher. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, he's going to, you know, come back out. Um, Once my brain kicked in, I was like, oh, okay. So now, you know, he's probably going to win or they're both going to end up, you know, lying on the mat, you know, mm-hmm. or the floor or, or whatever. Cause I think we got, I think, which I liked, I think they came pretty close to like a count out. Um, yeah, they did. They came within yeah. one second for both of them of a yeah, wait. Yeah. Which, that which was, didn't make any sense. It, it didn't make any sense, but sometimes I like to say it. I don't know why. Because um, <laughs> wasn't this supposed to be a no DQ match? Yeah, I know. That's what I, just, <laughs> I, know, that's what I thought. I thought it was. Um, so, yeah, so once he started beating on him, I'm like, okay, now they're either going to not be able to stand up. They're both not going to be able to stand up and the ref's going to pull the match or, you know, he's going to lose. But either way, the fans wouldn't have, you know, lost because they both would have been, you know, they both would have been believable, you know, Mm. if you will, you know, finishes. Yeah. Yeah, but... I'm sorry. I didn't mean sorry. Go for it. When the... um, Was it in this match? Because my brain is starting to get fuzzy. No, what? it was something else. So I won't even oh, okay. I won't even mention it. I got a little messed up. Oh, okay, but yeah, no, it was just because there was there were some huge, you know, things throughout the whole throughout the whole show. Um, I don't know. You could probably talk about this match for a long time, but definitely, oh, yeah. definitely the you know, I mean, I call it the match of the month. You know, <laughs> for me. Yeah, I, I I I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, but like, like I was saying before, well, first off, I agree with you. This was definitely, this was absolutely bar none the match of the night. Uh, mm-hmm. like I said before, if it wasn't for this match, Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet would have been match of the night for me. Yeah, absolutely. But this has to be match of the night. Oh, but like man. I was saying before, 
and and I don't know if Harry will still disagree with me on this because there there's no way with the way this finished that this is over. But especially considering how this match ended and considering the spot that we saw, the big spot with him dropping him off of that thing into the table. Granted, uh-huh. that's not quite as high as this will be. But my oh. pre- my prediction still stands. TakeOver Brooklyn 3, Gargano versus Ciampa for the first time in NXT history inside Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I could get behind that. Oh, so could I. And and as if they let them go all out and and hey, mm-hmm. they've been allowing a lot more lately. Cough cough Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um if they allow them to truly go all out, they could potentially and especially with those two and how crazy they are and how willing they are to put their bodies on the line as we saw tonight. They could, if WWE and Triple H allowed them to go all out, they could rival the likes of Mankind versus Undertaker and Triple H versus Cactus Jack. And I dare say perhaps exceed. Well, it would be pretty hard to exceed, but you know, if yeah. if, if we if we saw another uh, throw off the off of the cell, or hey. Actually, here, here's well, well. Actually, we got both of those in that match too. So no, nothing can compare to Undertaker, uh, Mankind in '98. Oh yeah, no, I but, know, but I'm being up to being optimistic. Yes, but. but they could definitely come close, you mm-hmm. know, with some oh, spots that they could come up with. I love uh, a good Hell in a Cell match. What? I love a good Hell in a Cell. Oh, match. so do I. Hey. One of my I, favorites. I, 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 I've been... Hey, that was one of the matches that got me into wrestling in the first place. When I first mm-hmm. saw that Mankind versus Undertaker King of the Ring 98 match, I was like, mm-hmm. damn! Like, that's why I love... That's why I liked wrestling, you know, back then so much as compared to something like boxing or MMA. It's like, right. because of the scripted nature of it, you can do so many crazy things and you know it works you can do these crazy high spots right and you know that's something that i feel is definitely missing in modern wwe it it really is they um they have the opportunity to do it it's not that they don't have those matches but everything is it's toned down it's toned down and then too much um, ends up like you know, like the street fights are usually like comedy fests, mm-hmm. you know, or, or so bland, you know, or, mm-hmm. like they never even really leave the ringside, you know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I I think that this is definitely going. I mean, this has to go to Brooklyn three, um, or Brooklyn four, excuse me, um. And I I want to be right. I'm hoping I'm right that it is going to be the first ever NXT Hell in a Cell match between these two, and they're just going to tear the house down. I am hoping you were correct here. <laughs> um, so let, let's put a nice tidy bow on this show. Uh, what's your rating for this? Um... Simply for the fact that it's the first takeover I've watched and that it has held my attention. It held, rather, my attention more than any main roster show, save some stuff on 205, um, than anything. And I definitely paid more attention to it than most pay-per-views I've watched in a while. I'm going to give it a 9. Okay. I'm going to be... Tiny bit lower. I'm gonna give it an eight, just because you know the 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 first two matches and and the main event were fantastic. Right. They were astounding. 
but the the women's title match and the and the NXT title match maybe they have plans to do some more with it moving forward but they still at least to me left some things to be de- desired you know i can totally see that um well, like I said, I was a little generous too because this is the first. Yes. Time oh no! Of course. Of course. <laughs> I've actually. Yes. Like, oh, you know, people stop calling me. Let me watch this. Yeah. Um. You know. So. Oh no! I I definitely understand that. It's definitely easier to ra- rate it high when you haven't been watching for you know over and, a year. And now it's like, and so I kind of like you know kind of get it. The, that, you know, it's like. Now I'm thinking of Money in the Bank tomorrow, and I'm like... <laughs> and you're I'm dreading gonna, it. <laughs> like, I'm really going to be even more disappointed. I never go into... I went into this thing thinking to myself, all right, let me see if this... Don't be cranky, because we all know I'm cranky. We mm-hmm. all know I'm a very cranky person. Um, Don't go into this, you know, cranky and jaded, like, yeah, okay. And I don't mean just like you and, you know, Harry. Like, every wrestling fan that watches it is always like, blah, 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 blah. Um, like, don't be like, you know, jaded and be like, okay, whatever. They're all, you know, blowhards, you know, who bitch about the main roster. <laughs> you know, so I went into it with an open mind and, you know, from the first match, I was like, shit, I hate when all these people are right. But no, <laughs> you know, I really, I really enjoyed it. And like, I wasn't looking to find a problem with it. Cause if I, if I was, I, I, yeah. I would have, you know, you yeah. know, that's how it works. Um, no. but now I never really go into the pay-per-views. I have to be honest with you. I don't even really watch all the pay-per-views. Like I'll watch them. Like I'll have them on, you know, but like I'm usually doing like a thousand other things or, you know, mm-hmm. if I think I might have to fill in reviewing it, I'll pay more attention to it. Like tomorrow. There's always, yeah. Like tomorrow. There's always a couple of matches where I'm like, yeah, whatever. I couldn't care less. And I'm honest about that on, you know, on, on the shows, but now I'm thinking, all right. So I never, I never go into a pay per view, any the Big Fool or any of the other. I'm thinking, all right, it's going to blow me away. It's going to be amazing. I set myself up for disappointment so that I never feel bad. <laughs> See, I need to start doing that, especially with the Big Fours, because like <laughs> this year's WrestleMania looked on paper to be like, you know, it was going to be one of the best WrestleManias of all time. But of course, WWE and classic yeah. WWE fashion always finds a way to screw it up. Yeah. They ruined it in so many ways. So, you know, now I'm like, okay, I'll go into Money in the Bank tomorrow with an open mind. I was like, I have a feeling I'm going to be like everybody else. And, <laughs> and like, saying TakeOver was, take over was better. so much better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's next? You know what's next for you? New, New Japan? Yep. Precisely. Oh, yeah, see, okay, you'll have to like tell me where to start with that or you know just jump uh, in and you know uh, go honest, back with, like, uh, honestly you know you know where you should probably start at least mm-hmm. on a big show level because at least you'd know one person uh <laughs> and you'd be able to fall you'd know one person on it start mm-hmm. at wrestle kingdom this year since you'll be able to watch uh jericho or or if you want to go even soon more recent you can just start at dominion when he won the uh title Okay, we'll go from there. <laughs> I, have a, I have a summer to catch up with. Huh? I could use the summer. Yeah, quite. Well, although that's the thing about New Japan, it's like it doesn't seem like they have that much, but then like once you start falling behind, then you start realizing like just how many shows they put on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's kind of like me and Doctor Who. I didn't stop. My friend, my best friend has been, that talked about it all the time. We met in college, so we've been friends for 20 years now, but, no, 24 years. But, um, you know, he always talked about it, and then one night he came over, he's like, we're watching this. So my doctor, who started with the end of 10, so 11 was my first doctor. Mm-hmm. But then I went back and watched the first, you know, mm-hmm. 40-some-odd years. <laughs> <laughs> What someone years of it, or as much as it that I could find, you know. So I would yeah. approach New Japan in a similar manner. In a similar way, yes. That's kind of how I approached uh, WWE originally too. Where like I, yeah. I, I, I first started off like 
by watching like some of the Attitude Era stuff and then mm-hmm. start watching modern and then just start watching more Attitude Era stuff. Now the network makes something like that. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Because that, you can yeah. even like jump around. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let, let's get a uh, one word review on this real quick before we get even more sidetracked and let's get out of here. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to go with... I don't, I don't want to... Sorry about that. I don't want it to be like something dippy and say great, so I'm going to go with grouping. Okay. Since it held my attention. As yes. So many things don't. That sounds good. Um, my one word review for this is brutal. And not in a bad mm. way of like, oh, you know, it was, it was brutal to watch. Brutal yeah. in the sense of those three big matches I talked about that were really good were all brutal. All right. And even the even the other two matches were, you know, while they still left something to be desired, they were also very brutal. Like some of the spots right. in the Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan match. I thought at, I thought for a second when he went with those punches and elbows uh mm-hmm. Black was, I thought he was gonna bust uh Sullivan open. I thought so too. So yeah, definitely a brutal uh uh event. And I mean Hey, that that's what you want, and, and especially considering Money in the Bank, you're expecting brutality with that Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. I'm sure we're not going to get it, and we're all mm-hmm. going to be disappointed. But me included now. <laughs> you, Even you, more so. You, you've joined the uh, the depression group. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> So that just about wraps it up for us here. Um, yeah, be sure to tune in to uh, Liz, myself, and not sure if it'll be anyone else. Um, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens tomorrow night as we review Money in the Bank uh, for, uh, for all of you guys. So for Liz Puglisi, I'm Brandon Biscobing saying so long. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Get ready for four nights. Get ready for the quadfecta of Liz and I. See you guys. <laughs>